Welcome to Seeing Double. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. How are you, Steph? Great. You had a busy week this week. I did. That's why we're recording late. Well, no one else knows that. (laughs) Well, now they do. Because I told them. It's a Saturday. And it's okay. When this goes out, I'll be on vacation. Yeah. So, you know. Perfect. I I won't even be... Anywhere near my computer. Well, I will be by my computer, but I won't be working. That's the important part. That's good. I was working all week. I was at a conference. It was in Chicago, so it wasn't that far. But it was conferences are draining because you're just doing things constantly. Yep. And I was struggling between trying to cover panels that I was at slash doing my normal work every day. And it was a lot going on. So I would imagine so. It was very busy. But it was fun and... I got some swag at the exhibitor hall, and I went to a party on a rooftop on Wednesday night. That's cool. Which was pretty cool. Like Hosted by FedEx, which doesn't sound like it would be fancy, but it was pretty fancy. FedEx is a big company. Yeah. I would assume they do some fancy stuff. Yeah, and I met a bunch of random people, and it was just really, it was a really nice night. Nice. So I was wearing my leather jacket because it was like just cool enough that I could get away with it. Uh-huh. It wasn't too hot. And it was like my Avengers pin was like such a conversation starter all night. Well, you know, Marvel starts a lot of conversations. But it's like just the A. So it's like you have to really know yeah. what it is. Um, so you're basically you're saying is nobody came up and accused you of adultery. <laughs> right. I wasn't marking <laughs> myself. <laughs> well, this guy was like, oh. Is it a scarlet? It is a scarlet A, is it not? No, it's like silver. Oh, it's silver? Okay. We'll see if it had been red. <laughs> It would have been a totally different story. Right. <laughs> and the weekend and last weekend, Nick was in town. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. Because he's listening and pretending like he's having a conversation with us. He is. Um, Nick, shut up. Stephanie's <laughs> trying to talk right now. Jeez. We, Stop we talking know. to me. We know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I took him to see John Hodgman or Judge John Hodgman live at Talia Hall or T- Talia. Or- it is Talia. I listened to the podcast. Okay. So I felt like I was there. Oh, so you know. Yeah, I know exactly what happened. <laughs> was it the pinball one? Yes. Okay. Then you did hear that one. Because he did two different shows. So oh, did he? We saw the first one. Yes, I, it was the pinball one. Okay. Yeah, and then afterwards we got to meet John Hodgman and that was really fun. He was just like chilling at the bar and we just like walked up to him and talked to him and mm-hmm. he thought, so this ties in very well, he thought I was someone he met in Boston. <laughs> Cool. So, you know, he met my clone. Did you get his doppelganger story that you're going to tell on the show? Because no. you did say at the beginning of this whole thing, uh, 20 million years ago, two episodes ago, <laughs> that uh, you were going to get a, a, a doppelganger story no, from I don't, John Hodgman. I didn't remember anything like that while I was talking to him in person. Uh, Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie. <laughs> when you're talking to a person you admire you don't remember all the things you intend to tell them it's very true like the first time i met tara from buffy who's amber benson mm-hmm. um i forgot to tell her the most important fact which is that we have the same birthday yeah and then but then the second time i met her i remembered and then she gave me cupcakes because it was actually our actual birthday and Aww. it was very exciting that's sweet it was cute anyway that's a totally different story <laughs> but yeah yeah and then another time this week on my way home my lift driver 
asked me, he was like, I feel like I know you. And he was not in a creepy way. It was like a silly old man. And we were having a good conversation. Nice. He was just like, I just feel like I know you from somewhere. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever met you before. So you should have been like, I just have one of those faces. I just have one of those clones. <laughs> or you could have been like, have you ever watched uh, the movie Iron Man 2? And you know that scene where that girl is going to get crushed by something? That was not me. But thanks for noticing that. <laughs> what? <looking out> here. <laughs> what? You know, get them, get them all on the edge of their seat and hopeful that they're meeting somebody special and then just let them down really hard. I was literally thinking of an actual scene from Iron Man 2 and then I was like, what are you talking about? No, it's just one of those things. Because I know literally every scene in that movie, so I was like, what? <laughs> it just reminds me, somebody was growing out one sideburn at one time, and somebody went and asked him, why, why are you letting one sideburn grow out? And he said, do you know anything about uh, something, um, you know, Native American tribes? And they're like, no. And he's like, okay, good, because it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty funny. So some misdirection. Yes. It's, you know, gotcha. it was funny. I'm going to be up in Nick's part of the world, I think, this weekend. Don't give all his personal information out on the podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to say it out in his part of the world. Okay, that works. Part of the country. <laughs> Here's his address and social security number. I don't know any of that information. <laughs> I know I'm going to be in Wisconsin Dills, and I can't wait Dills? to go to the Pickle Rick exhibit. <laughs> because, yeah. Ugh. Right? It's the pickle capital of Wisconsin, right? Ugh. Or is that a typo in the email I got? It's probably a typo. Oh, man. I'm just like, ugh, you're Where am a I Rick going? and Morty joke. I'm like, ugh, please don't talk about that show. Am I going to the Dells? Probably. Oh, jeez. How silly. Sorry. Yeah, it was a forced joke. Well, on my way here, I drove by what I could swear was a Scarlett Johansson lookalike. Uh-huh. And before her... I saw Tatiana Maslany. Did you? I did. Swear (laughs) to God. Walking like her. Walking like Sarah. Uh Uh-huh. And there's our segue. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Is that a real segue? Yeah, I did. I'm like, she looks like, I'm like, that looks like Tatiana. Good. So yeah, we're talking about the third episode of season one of Orphan Black called Variation Under Nature. And we're just continuing our discussion of the show all things ob oh yeah and when we last left off sarah uh had seen not only allison but kasima mm-hmm. and she was like how many of us are there <laughs> she didn't say it like that no that was like a rachel voice that was like a rachel voice <laughs> sorry sarah <laughs> um so <laughs> we haven't met rachel yet anyway i should stop doing voices it just throws me off um so sarah's learning all about what she is as we start the episode and she's also telling them about her like she says she's an orphan she came Mm -hmm. or she was in the foster system that's how she met felix right um and then she was legal legally adopted by mrs s when she was eight and then she brought them both to Canada when Sarah was 12. From Great Britain. Mm-hmm. And Allison is still, Allison's just in a tizzy. I mean, she is often in yeah, a well, tizzy. You know. But she's even more upset because her friend Beth, you know, killed herself. And she's like, 
Suicide? I don't accept that. This one's some sort of low-life grifter. How do we know she didn't push her? <laughs> to which Sarah replies, Oi. <laughs> yep. Sarah's good with those ois. But Kasima's just like, you know, it can't be helped. Beth was losing it clinically. And it's just like she couldn't handle what was going on. Yeah. And we learn much more about that. But not until the beginning of season four. So you're just going to have to guess about what was going on in Beth's mind. Well, it was probably neurons firing and normal things, you know, cells being made to retain memories and (laughs) things like that. God. (laughs) (sighs) All right. So, Sarah still wants to know what's going on, and Allison just is over it. So she says, we're clones, we're someone's experiment, and they're killing us off. And then she runs off into the craft room. After dropping the microphone. Yeah, she did. She dropped it right on the floor. Yep. Also, I was like, no, because we're talking more about the technical aspects of these filming scenes, I just thought it was really cool. I was noticing while Sarah and Cosimo were still talking, Allison was in the background in the craft room just being like, Ugh, just like fra- being frazzled by herself. And it was just it's like they all right. still were so perfectly. Well, she was frantically crafting a microphone so she could come back and actually <laughs> drop it I after just that line because she was upset she didn't have it to begin with because uh-huh. she wasn't supposed to deliver the news right because <laughs> wanted to float that clone thing a, a whole lot softer <laughs> um but but i just thought it was like you know it didn't look funky in any way it was just they were just still moving so right as if there were why, three of them on there that's why i maintain that Tatiana Maslani is not one person. (laughs) Um, There are multiple people. They're all living with the same name. I mean, we definitely have a What Happened to Monday situation going on with this actress. (laughs) While Felix is waiting for Sarah to come out of Allison's house, Allison's very nosy neighbor Ainsley comes out and tells him to move. We don't know her name yet, right? No, but I'm just identifying her. Okay, gotcha. And she and after she leaves, Felix says, "The bitch that guards hell." <laughs> um, and then he's like really sick of waiting, so he goes to find out what's keeping Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then Allison hears someone in the backyard and pulls her gun on Felix. Sarah, it's a big. Everyone's very frazzled still. Um, Sarah pushes the gun down and then smacks Allison in the face yep. for trying to kill her brother. And then. What does she say? Oh, yeah. You just broke the first rule of Clone Club. Right. Which is don't tell anybody about it. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was don't hit a clone. No. Okay. It's like Fight Club. We don't, we don't talk about Fight Club. Well, she didn't know she was in Clone Club. She didn't, to be fair, for Sarah. She just learned she was a clone five minutes before that. That's true. So they go home, Felix and Sarah, that is, to uh, his loft. Mm-hmm. It's blanking on the word. And he's his, just his, like... His flat... His flat. I mean, it's a loft. <laughs> it loft, a loft space. Yes. He's like calling her, calling Allison soccer mom Sarah and science geek Sarah Skasima. <laughs> and he just kind of adds them all up. The German, the all the different passports they saw. And so that means that makes eight of them so far. Octuplets. <laughs> yep. One of them is a day that wasn't invented yet. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, You're Thursday, really Friday, like... Saturday, Sunday... <laughs> And the last one's name is Leap Year. <laughs> You're going to be stretching it when we get towards the end. And it's just like, 
too many. <laughs> yep. Maybe we'll start what putting about him fun in. fun day? <laughs> That's Sunday. No, fun day. Sunday fun day. <laughs> That's the twins. That's Sarah and Elena. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Smarch. I don't know. <laughs> that could be one. Smarch. <laughs> They're going to start have to go towards the months now after the days, after they run out of days of the week. Probably. So, but Sarah doesn't care about the clone thing. She just wants, she wants to get the money back from Art. She wants to get Kira and then she just wants to run away with Felix. Right. And Kira and the money. Right. In that so, order. Sure. She wants to run away with Felix, Kira and the money. The order is important. <laughs> is that the order? Yes. <laughs> I feel like the order is... The money, Kira, Felix. <laughs> no, it's probably Kira, Felix. Well, she the needs money. the money to be able to run away with Kira. Yeah, but the money doesn't rule her. No, but she cannot run away without it. That's true. But I feel like maybe Kira and money are on safe. Are tied? No, no. <laughs> Not in her like place in her heart. <laughs> she just needs. It's We're a talking necessity. about her heart placements. Okay, here. then it's Kira, Felix, money. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we had that sorted out. <laughs> totally stupid okay (laughs) so because she still needs the money she Uh has to go to work as beth and get it from art of course she tries to convince him once more to give it to her but he still says not until you're reinstated and then guess what happens she gets reinstated it's magical it is the chief gives her her badge her gun her holster and they're out and, two and they're clips. supposed to go on a mission and so Don't she's the like two clips. oh and the two clips oh it's i two know clips i know and so she goes to the bathroom so she can get suited up and she has no clue how to put a holster on she's just so confused and she's like the there's another cop in the bathroom with her and she's and she's like oh do you need some help with that and she's like actually yeah can you help me and like just scoffs at her and like walks away yep so rude. i believe they call those officers unis or beat cops because mm. they wear a uniform She's not a detective. If she has ever helped someone put a holster on. She probably has, but probably not for police officer stuff. It's probably more like cosplay. cosplay. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I've put holsters on before and I'm not a police officer or a detective. I have a whole whole bin full of them. Of holsters? Mm -hmm. I'm going to need to borrow some of those. Shoulder, thigh, arm, hip. All of them. I have all of them. I'm going to need them all. That's what happens when you cosplay lots of people that wear bodysuits. I need need to conceal some weaponry. Okay. Yeah, like super glue, pair of scissors, (laughs) needles and thread, and um, duct tape. So are you like cosplay superhero? Yeah. There you go. There you go. So Art and Sarah are on their way to a thing, whatever it's called. Crime scene? Thank you. (laughs) I've been watching true crime documentaries all day and I can't think of the word crime scene. Wow. They're on their way to a murder location. Murder location? I've been watching The Staircase, by the way, which is really good. Anyway, just it's on Netflix. It just came on Netflix. Cool. Um, so they get to the bloody wait, mess. before they get to the bloody mess. Oh, okay. It was, like, it was bloody mess. They're in the car, and Art tells Sarah to call it in, <laughs> or to call them in. They're going to go get it, and she has no idea what to do. Yeah. What kind of weird cop lingo to use. It's quite obvious that she does not watch procedurals. <laughs> right. She's just picks, she doesn't have time. She's too busy grifting. Yeah, you know. But you think she would watch some for practice, like watch some Law and Order at Felix's before you go to work the next day. <laughs> okay. Uh, she says... 55 heading for the 1045. Well, after he tells her the name. Right. Like, uh, first time she goes, we're heading there. Yo, bye. See you. 
Mm-hmm. Peace out. Over. This is Roger out. <laughs> she just keeps Roger it. out Roger, over. Roger out over. She's a dork. Anyway. Smell you later. <laughs> Art drives. What car are they? Huh? What car are they? 55. Okay. Ooh. They missed by one. 69? <laughs> no, car 54. Nice, though. <laughs> there was an old TV show, Car 54, Where Are You? Oh. They're Car 55. They never got lost, I guess. I don't think it was their... Is that their car number? I thought it was just their team number. I'm a... S- like when you're a team, you have like an... I think it's your car. You have a... See, I wish Grace was here. I could ask her so many things. I'm pretty sure it's your car. Okay. I believe you. Grace, email us and let us know if we're correct. <laughs> if we are incorrect, email us and we will post a correction on next week's episode. <laughs> I should just text her, but she would respond. She probably would. So, Art drives to the exact spot where she just buried Katya. Oops. Yep. Oops, a daisy. And there's a big hole there now. Because the body has now ended up in a gravel crusher. And Sarah says. I think some idiot didn't realize they were burying a body next to an active quarry. Yep. <laughs> Her being that idiot. <laughs> She's so... Oh, darn. I was going to say she was so insightful. But she was the idiot. Yep. I remember um, she was the idiot because you talked about how great her boobs looked in that white tank top. Yeah, they do. Okay, I'm just reminding you. I, I will remember. <laughs> <laughs> they tell her that reconstructing the face is going to be tough, and so hopefully they can get some prints from... The severed arm that they have. <laughs> cool. Unfortunately, prints could be a problem. Oh, because uh, they're clones. That's right. Yeah. So Sarah calls Kasima mm-hmm. and tells her what's going on. And Kasima's freaking out. And she says, <laughs> sorry, Sarah, this is a very funny line. She's like, I'm at the bloody crime scene pretending to be a bloody cop. So I need to know if the bloody fingerprints will flag a bloody print. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how many times can you say bloody? <laughs> so many bloody more times. So most of the clones are goody goodies in yeah, a way. Right. I mean, Kasima likes the ganj, but she doesn't get arrested for it. Because hey, she's medicinal. a white girl. And she's a white person. And it's medicinal. <laughs> for her. Well, cat, it's not yet. For her cataract. Yeah, for her cataract. Yeah, she got cataracts. She needs it. It's medicinal. Uh-huh, sure. But Sarah has a criminal record because, you know, a few petty theft, assault charges, uh, whatever. Just Wasted youth, as a, she calls a, it. A couple. A couple few times she might have been in lockup for a night. <laughs> oh, Sarah. Um, just just a few times. Kasima says, welcome to the trip, man, which is like a classic. Don't they fingerprint all line. police officers? I mean, I think that when this show would be new enough that I think aren't all officers of the law automatically printed. I don't know. Grace, let us know about that. too. <laughs> I hope you listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'll tell her to listen to this episode. Otherwise, we'll never know. <laughs> if you are another police officer who listens to our podcast and like to let us know, you can email us at cdoublepodcast at gmail.com and give us the 411. Please do. So we don't dial 911 when we're not supposed to. Have you ever done that? Dialed 911 when I'm not supposed like to? Like accidentally? No. I don't think I have. I have once. We had a phone line in our office that dialed 911 all by itself. Oh, that's bad. Multiple times. Yikes. Mm-hmm. I just remember I knew someone that their, the first three digits of their phone number was 991. And one time I accidentally did 911. And then I was like, sorry. And I like hung up immediately when I realized it connected the moment I 
Right, because then they're like, thank you for calling 911. What's your emergency? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? 911, what's your emergency? And then they send you a car. We are going to send a unit to your house. <laughs> <laughs> I was knobbing it again. Good job. You're welcome. Good job with your knob. Thank you. <laughs> when they get back to the precinct. Look, that was a good word. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's been a long week. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got home from the conference yesterday and I took a two-hour nap. Yeah, well, and then you I said started working again. Precinct instead of office. It I is. Did. It's a good achievement. Thank you. Yes. The cop office. <laughs> <laughs> threw that one out the window. <laughs> um, Art notices that Beth is carrying her ammo in her back jeans pocket. Isn't that where you're supposed to carry your ammo? I don't think so. Why not? You're supposed to have your ammo in your gun. But she was practicing gun safety. <laughs> but he needs her to have to be loaded in case they get into a scrape. Maybe she's really good at tricks, you know, and she pulls out the gun and grabs the thing and goes, and it looks cool, and then she shoots the perp. That would be cool. Unfortunately, Art thinks that she's gun shy because of what happened. Right. And because Sarah doesn't know what to... It's because she accidentally shot Lucy Lou. Lucy Liu, Maggie Chen. That's the one. (laughs) Good try. (laughs) So he puts her on desk duty until he can take her to the range. Mm -hmm. She's not ready for the field yet. He's going to take DeAngelis with him on this case. Uh, Sarah goes to meet Cosima and finally brings her the briefcase she got from the German. Katja. Um, Sarah is still not convinced about any of this shit. Shite. Sorry. Any of the shite. Shite. She wants answers. Uh, Kasima. They're kind of cute. They're just sitting at the bar together. It's cute. I I know. know. I just really enjoy this scene a lot. It's great. There was was chemistry there. Yeah. With herself. Well, (laughs) when you put it that way, (laughs) it sounds weird. Uh, Kasima tells her that she's studying evolutionary development at University of Minnesota. At where? University of Minnesota. Where? Minnesota. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I don't know why that tickles Uh, me so much. You're goofy. I am. Sarah is wondering if she should be worried because the German was sick. But Cosima says the answers are in the briefcase. And also, while she does this, she clears her throat a couple times. Which I thought was probably intentional because Tatiana is just that good. Ah. Because she has allergies. Exactly. And needed to clear her throat. <clears> throat> okay, gotcha. Cosima <clears throat> uh. <clears throat> uh, explains to her that Katya came to Beth six months ago about her genet- genetic. <laughs> yes. Could you please give me the definition of genetic and use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> I was combining genetic identicals into genetic. <laughs> I'm going to need, is that a verb, noun, <laughs> adjective? I think it's a noun. Okay. <laughs> you are, so they are Steph genetics. So Steph is not going to explain genetics to us. <laughs> she kind of came to Beth six months ago, try again, about her genetic identicals being hunted in Europe. 
Okay. So Beth used facial recognition software on driver's licenses to find more matches, and then she found Kasiba and Allison. Okay. But they still don't know who the original is and who's killing them. Okay. So they need Sarah to keep being Beth so they can find more answers. Gotcha. <laughs> You're like, oh, interesting. Yes. <laughs> still trying to figure out what genetics are. I, I don't know. <laughs> Good question. I made it up. Is that a new book? <laughs> yeah, Genetics. Genetics by whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> Neolution. E.T. Westmoreland. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Sarah has a very cute line where she says, if we're genetic identicals, do you get that little patch of skin, dry skin between your eyebrows? Yeah. I thought that was cute. It was cute. So did Cosima. She thought it was cute as she well giggled. and told her that she needed to keep her humor. Yeah. Because Beth didn't. Beth didn't. Dun, and then dun, she made dun. it sad. Yep. <laughs> Way to go, Kasima. Can we keep it lighthearted for more than two seconds? Way to go, Kasima Downer. <laughs> yep. Back at the precinct, a strange. You could collapse once. I know. Not twice. I'm just. I just got it again. Yep. A person with a strange accent calls. I almost wrote. I wrote Bell and I was confused. Art. Okay. Art Bell. Art Bell. <laughs> The strange accented voice, which is using a voice modification thing, okay. says... Hold on. No, don't do it. <laughs> no, no. You sure? Yes. I can. No, please don't. <laughs> we can reenact it. <laughs> no. Okay. Because <laughs> I haven't practiced my Helena voice yet. Okay. She... <laughs> no. <laughs> don't reach for the knob. Put your hands where I can see them. <laughs> Thank you. She was just one of a few unfit for family. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> she was just one of the few unfit for family? Yep. She was just one of a few. Okay. So, you know, clones, whatever. Right. That's just a clue. Their hunter person or their killer is toying with them, basically, is what they come to the conclusion of. Or if they've got a live one, as someone says in the office. Right, right. <laughs> Right, That's well, what serial killers like to do. From all the true crime stuff we listen to, you and I together, we know that once you've successfully completed it, you try to ramp it up a bit. Yeah. And then if you get away with a lot, then you want to start playing with the police. So it's quite clear this person's a psychopath. Yes, indeed. But Sarah is still on desk duty, so she sits down to log into her computer, but... She doesn't know Beth's password, obviously. Obviously. So then she spots the cute tech guy named Raj. And... I was going to say Raj. Good job. I was afraid to because I thought I might have remembered it wrong. Yeah, no, his name's Raj. <laughs> um, she does a little flirting. Oh. And he has a little crush on her. You can kind of tell. He thinks yeah. she's cute. Even she... though she like wrapped up her gum in her fingers. Yeah, and, was and she gives him around. a piece of gum and he takes it and, and he's like... just like, okay. <laughs> And she says, like, she needs some basic info, like resetting her password and, you know, the whole procedure for fingerprint right, right, right. reports. Yep. <laughs> He's like, uh, okay, I can help you. So he does that for her. And then she goes to the fingerprint guys and asks them if they have the, the prints ready from right. the crime scene earlier that night, earlier that morning. And he's like, I don't know, let me, I have to go do this other thing. So while he's distracted, she jumps on his computer really quick and sees her arrest record pop up and then quickly deletes it and then mm-hmm. runs away again. Right. <laughs> she's so like, she's nope, helping nothing, him out. Yep. nothing there, blah, 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 run away. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <sighs> so Sarah then goes to talk to Mrs. S 
to kind of plead her case a little bit that she's trying to do better for Kira. Okay. And the whole reason she faked her death was to get away from Vic. Right. Because Vic is bad news. Right. And then they do some bird watching and identifying together. Right. But she gets wrong. It was cute though. Right. It was nice bonding. But she got it wrong, right? She did get it wrong. Okay. I don't remember what the birds were though. But it's clear something that they did together when she was little, and right. it's kind of a nice callback to to her being little, mm-hmm. and then them mm-hmm. having a relationship. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. One of those things. <laughs> yeah, and she tells her the only way you will re- you will regain custody of Kira is if you can show me you can be still, which I think is a really interesting line because it comes into play so much in Sarah's character throughout the whole series. And it's like something she's struggling with in the very last episode, even. I'm doing good right now at being still, aren't I? You are. You're very still. You're, right. you're invisible, like Drax. Stoic. <laughs> 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 uh, you can't see me now. Nope. So. <laughs> I'm Draxing it up over here, guys. Yeah, I don't. Where did my co-host go? He disappeared. Brad, where'd you go? This makes for great podcast. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, so I lost my track. Oh, I scrolled down too far and I lost it. Birds. Okay. Ert. 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 <laughs> That's not his name. Ert. <laughs> Art and DeAngelis are searching the Katja shooting scene. Mm-hmm. They find the area where the shooter was perched, some motorcycle tracks, and a creepy redheaded Barbie doll head. Yep. That looks like Katja's head. At least the hair's. The hair. The hair is very shockingly bright red. Because her face was pulverized. Yeah. At Allison's, we meet Donnie for the first time. Yeah. But, you know, he's he's in season one Donnie, so unfortunately he's a piece of shit right now. He had golf. (laughs) He seems like a lazy, worthless garbage. Got tea time, honey. Tea time. Yeah. She wants... I Someone to watch time. the kids so she, <laughs> she can go take Sarah to the shooting range. But no one will watch the kids. Donnie's a butthole. She didn't take her to the shooting range. She was just taking her well, to taking go teach her, her to shoot. God, semantics, man. Calm down. Well, I've been to a range, not for guns, but bow and arrows. And uh-huh. it does not look like that. She was taking her to teach her how to shoot. Yes, there we go. Calm down. <laughs> I'm calm. Watch. So <laughs> they get Felix to watch the kids instead. Yes. It's the best one. What's Felix say? Come on. I didn't write it down. You didn't? Not oh, until then. After end. they leave, he's like, do you want to dress up like a girl to the boy? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. And then the girl says, I'll dress up like a boy. And he goes, now that's something I can work mm-hmm. with. See, you didn't need me. I didn't. <laughs> I just love that line. It's very cute. I like the line afterwards. Oh, yeah. At the end of that yes, scene. Yes, it's very good. Sarah's on the phone with Raj while she's waiting for Allison to join her in the car. Mm-hmm. And she, she's, uh, he asked her to put an APB out for a mo- the motorcycle. Right. That is the shooters. And she said, like, she ends the call. She's like, sorry, I'm at the doctor and my phone's about to die. Like, pick one excuse. You don't need both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Sarah. Well, maybe, you know, just in case he heard another voice. Yeah. It was the doctor. But you just need the one. The phone dying? Yeah, or that's like overkill. Just I'm at the doctor is fine. You don't need to say my phone's about to die. 
Okay. Just teaching you fellow con artists when you infiltrate a police station. You only need one. You only need one excuse. Right. Sorry, <laughs> Steph, I'd really like to talk, but my phone's about to... There you go. <laughs> huh? You did it. Yeah, and it hit end, like, right there. Uh-huh. It's better than going, Steph, you're... What's going... And getting, like, a rapper. Yep. And doing it. Uh, so, at the shooting area. Yes. Thank you. The big open field. Uh-huh, where they're shooting bottles. Allison thinks someone is covering up their illegal experiment by wiping all of them out. Right. And that's why they're slowly dying. Okay. And then she tells Sarah that Beth taught her to shoot so that she could protect her family, and she doesn't want her family to be any part of this insanity. Right. And she also says, can you please not use the C word? Car? Yeah, that one. Cat? <laughs> Cat. <laughs> Copy your paper. Carrot. Carrot? <laughs> What's the C word? Clone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were being facetious. I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> when they're on their way back, Allison tells Sarah that she and Kasima have made a decision to trust her. Mm-hmm. And she also tells her that the way that Allison was able to contribute was money. Yes. And that that $75,000 is Allison's money. Mm-hmm. She's like, you could rob me blind, but we're hoping you realize you can't run away from this. So can you call on her bank or not? <laughs> she already did. It's not even done. <laughs> She's like, yep, yep, I can do that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> And then Allison gets home and sees the children cross-dressing. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, I think Gemma says, we're cross-dressers. <laughs> and uh, Felix says, my work here is done, I'm afraid. Adios, dragsters. <laughs> yep. See? It's adorable. Uncle Felix is the best. Uncle Felix is the best. Or Uncle Fee, as his short name is. Mm-hmm. I wish I, I had think... a cool short name. Except my cool short name would be Bra. And that's... <laughs> we can call you B-Rad. Yeah, you do call me B-Rad. Better or than, brr. It's better than bra. Brr. What's up, bra? <laughs> you put an H at the end, it's just, bra. it's not bra. Bra. It's bra. Bra. No, that's just horrible. <laughs> they have to move out to California. In the Californians. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> bra. Okay, I asked what your name was. No need to be all cocky about it, all right? <laughs> oh, we're using our made-up names. I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> Doctor Strange, yeah. Okay, continue. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sarah and Felix are at Beth and Paul's townhouse. Mm -hmm. Um, They're kind of talking about what they're going to do. Beth and Paul. Paul. Sorry. My apologies. Paul. Paul. Okay. Uh, Sarah's still going to, she's still going to take the money and run. She's still convinced she's going to do this. Right. And and then someone comes home and it's Paul. 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 How are you doing, Paul? Uh, she's basically very bad at covering her tracks here. She's just like following him around and flailing around. Right, Kermit flailing. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> right, because Felix. I is... thought you were gonna stay at your friends. Hey, what are you doing back here? What's going on, Paul? What was her friend's doing? name? She said Cody. it again. Cody's. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. supposed to be over at Cody's. I thought you were gonna be at Cody's. Why are you here? <laughs> she just interrogates him a little too much. She's very bad at conning this episode. <laughs> well, you know, she kind of likes this guy. I think she does. Yeah. Well, that becomes very evident in the next scene where right. he's like kind of fed up with her 
And then they just start making out really intensely and he uh-huh. starts feeling her up. Uh-huh. And then he leaves her high and dry. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe an opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> Low and wet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um aroused and unsatisfied. Exactly. <laughs> and they send Felix says no he's already wanking in the car. <laughs> <laughs> And she, and uh, and yeah. What else does Felix say? He says, "Oh, she doesn't want to break up with Big Dick Paul, <laughs> does she?" Paul. Uh, Sarah's like, "Oh yeah," and then she's like, "No, no, no, no. back to the plan. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop distracting me." <laughs> wow, silly boys. Um, tricks are for kids. Yeah. Sorry, I need some water. Drink up. Stephanie's currently drinking from a glass filled with vodka and ice. <laughs> I, I just w- thought I'd mention that I too. I wish. It's, it's just, just like, water. It's just a highball that she's drinking right there. <laughs> <laughs> if only. That's why she's so giggly. I mean, she's three sheets to the wind right now. I'm probably giggly because I just had another cup of coffee and it was probably too much coffee. Ooh. So I'm like jittery. Yep. Stay away from that coffee, kids. Now I'm trying to drink water to counteract the dehydration. To uncoffee? Okay. No, the dehydration part of it. Right. The coffee makes you dehydrated? Sure does. Coffee is like 99.99% water. The caffeine makes you dehydrated. And it's 0.001% brown. (laughs) (laughs) Caffeine makes you dehydrated, so you should drink lots of water when you drink coffee. Okay. I don't drink coffee. Oh, that's right. You like tea, you weirdo. I like tea, yeah. Um, That's the only way you can have crumpets if you have tea. Not that I ever have crumpets or mm -hmm. a biscuit. Okay. Uh, Sarah does well on the shooting range. They're like inside. It's not a range. No, they're outside. No, they're inside of a building. No, they're... Oh, you're talking about with art. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I thought we were still with Allison. No. By the way, can I bring one thing up with the Allison thing? Yeah. So, Sarah was like missing all her shots, and then Allison said something about her grip, and then she like... Popped three off that were awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just got to be the best learning curve ever. Yeah. Okay. Just make sure we're agreed there. She went from couldn't hit stuff to being a crack shot. Sometimes all it takes is one little correction. Right. Someone just needs to tell you the right thing and then you're great. Right. Like, in my working out, uh-huh. I was, I, I had trouble getting my form for my deadlifts right and then my trainer said one's very specific thing and then it like opened it all up for me and it made me Which was, do it pretty well stick your butt out no it wouldn't make sense unless you were oh. there so i'm not gonna say what it is but it's just it all works you just need one little mental switch pump your chest out that doesn't help me that's not what it is curve your back no that's bad for you pretend like you're pooping not down <laughs> no. up you want to keep your back straight and your butt out. Yeah, you don't curve your back. That'll fuck well, it up. I'm not, not, not slouch. I mean, like, you know, I don't know. Never mind. Okay. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying one little change in your... Why won't you tell us? Is it embarrassing? No, it's just wouldn't make sense unless you do them regularly and you understand the lingo at my gym. <laughs> That's why. Oh, so it's not real words. It's lingo. <laughs> Never mind. He's like, Cut this all out. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're I'm super missing the point. That's not the point of the story. 
the point of the story is she did great with her shooting at the range. Well, she did. sufficiently. She hit the mass of the body, which is what you're supposed to shoot for. Um, they talk about the case also, and they say the body dump doesn't match the professional hit. Right. And he shows her the creepy Barbie head. Um, while they're there, Sarah gets a hit on the motorcycle mm-hmm. that's missing. The two of them go after the lead, and they go into a building that the motorcycle's parked outside of. Right. Inside the apartment, ripped up with pages scribbled, all scribbled. And right. Sarah also sees a little picture of a clone and stuffs that in her pocket really quickly before Art can see it. Okay. Oh, that was in the Bible. Inside of the Bible. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, well, she starts reading a passage. Art then starts reading the same passage that has been painted on the, on the wall. Yeah, yeah. So clearly a crazy person lives there. Right. Or at least it appears to be. Yes. While they're, while Art is reading the wall, Sarah sees someone, sees a gun through the window, and then she quickly tackles Art to the ground, but he still gets shot. He takes a little, it kind of whizzes by his ear and still cuts his ear. So he's bleeding a lot, but it's like a teeny tiny right. wound. Because it's a head thing. Yeah, because it was his ear, I She thought. grazed him. Yeah, she grazed his ear. Flesh wound. And then we get the screechy music. Yes, and I got so happy. I was like, yeah, my favorite character is coming. Yes. She's your favorite? I love her. She is, to choose. She is the mo- she's the most fun character for the things she says. Uh-huh. For her accent, which is great. For when her music comes on, you know bad things are about to happen. Well, bad good things. And they're always awesome. <laughs> And then the things she says after them, you know, that's just great. Yeah. So, for example, Sarah runs after the assailant. And then, well, she chases her to like kind of a dump or some sort of yard, salvage yard or something. And then she gets smacked in the head with a pipe and gets knocked down. Or I think it was the back, not the head. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets knocked onto her back. And the assailant is coming after her. Has with a, a knife. knife. Yeah, with a knife ready. Right. And she says, good riddance, Elizabeth Childs. <laughs> yes. And then Sarah says, I'm not Beth. And then she pulls her hood down and we see <gasps> it's a, a mess of blonde hair and it's a, another clone. She needed to get her hair done. Her roots were showing really bad. <laughs> her roots are always showing. <laughs> and then she says, dirty little copy cop, <laughs> which is like my favorite. One of my yes. favorite Helena lines. It's great. Uh. While they're talking, Sarah sees a rebar and stabs her in the, the middle. Side, yeah, right there in the side. Gets her real good. Yep. But Helena is still like ready to stab her back with her fish knife. And then she kind of backs off and says, not yet, not Beth. And then she runs away, but leaves her fish knife behind. Yep. Sarah takes it and hides the knife. And then she's all shaky and shocked once mm-hmm. Art gets to her. And then Helena gets away on her motorcycle. Right. And Art thinks it's a dude. Yes, because Sarah tells them it's a dude. It's a dude. Sarah says, I didn't see the guy. He had his hood up the whole time. Yep. Some dude. And then Art offers Sarah a ride home, but she's like, I'm fine. And then he finally, finally, finally gives her the money. Which was in the trunk the whole time. Of course it was. And He, he assured had- her it wasn't in the trunk. Yes, he did earlier on because she bugs him about it every five seconds. That he wouldn't drive around with $75,000 in his car. But I guess he would. He would. And he apologizes, apologizes for holding it over her. 
which he should. I know. It was kind of rude to make her try to get it. And he's like, here you go. It was like that. Com- <laughs> it was like the Geico commercial with the guy with the Not dollar on the fish line. literally holding it over her. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Metaphorically. <laughs> um, so now Sarah has the money and she's very happy. And she and Felix go to Mrs. S's house. Uh-huh. And she's ready to go in there and take Kira away uh-huh. and ride off into the sunset. Uh-huh. But she's peering into the window and she sees Mrs. S and Kira being all cute and happy. Uh-huh. And so she changes her mind. And she mm. decides she can't take Kira away. And she doesn't want to steal Allison's money. Oh. She a... only has one visit with Kira and she wants to get it right. That's it. She doesn't want it to be her stealing her daughter from her grandmother. Yep. That and then we sense. see, we end the episode with Helena pulling the rebar right out of her tum-tum. That's why she's so awesome. That's why she's my favorite character. And then we see her back, and it's covered in scars that form angel wings. Yes. And we get screechy music. It's <laughs> great. The end. You forgot episode. her little, like she was stretching and doing some dancing stuff. I think she was just groaning from pain and we didn't no, hear it. No, I she think had she a was doing bar in her chest. She knew her, her music was happening because <laughs> that's what happens in her head. And then she was like doing interpretive dance to her own theme song. I'm sure <laughs> that can be your headcanon. That's fine. It's great. It's just like nanobots. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we get the next week on Orphan Black, right? Bits. I didn't. I don't watch those. You don't watch those? They're okay. too spoilery. They are kind of spoilery. Doesn't matter, the episode's over. They'll just have to come back for the next one. Yep. In a month or yep. something. <laughs> Two. So, fun fact. I only have one fun fact. Uh, All the clones are played by one character. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's a, a gimme. <laughs> when Sarah meets Kasima at the bar, Kasima is reading The Origin of Species by Darwin. Yep. That's all I got for you. Oh, okay. That's it? Mm-hmm. That mirror business was really good. Oh, when they're in the mirror together at the bar? Yeah. Didn't it cool. include like a shot over their shoulders? Yes. So you see person's hair, person's hair, and then the reflections in the mirror? Yes. It's awesome. It was good. What's our double count? Four. Mm-hmm. I want... I'm including yeah. physical peoples. Yeah, physical people for. I mean, all the papers came out once again at one point, so I suppose you could count them, but they didn't zoom in on them, so I'm going to say four. That's fine, yeah. Right? Yeah. Sarah, Kasima, Alice, and Helena. Yeah. Yeah. Katja's body, <laughs> her arm. <laughs> Doesn't count. That's clearly not. Picture of Beth. They pull it out. Sarah as Beth? They, they, she wasn't, they pull it out. And uh-huh. there's no rest of it, so that wasn't Tatiana Maslany. Unless, of course, <laughs> she has detachable arms. Maybe. Which I don't think she does. <laughs> Maybe I'm pretty she, sure. She's a pretty good actress. You never know. I don't think, you know, if she, if she could take off her arms and put them somewhere, that would be like, she should be a famous magician, illusionist person. Not, not, an, not an actor who's awesome. That's true. You know, she could be like the, the human, human, uh, fully actuated doll. Is that what they call it? They're actuated? What mm. are dolls that have hinges in their elbows and their wrists and all that? Dude, I don't know. Ball jointed dolls? But they're fully what? Don't they have a name? I have no idea. Okay. Thanks, I'm not Nick. into the doll scene. 
Nick's telling us right now. I mean, we can't hear him because... I feel like maybe he wouldn't know this one. You don't think so? But he has them. Oh, you mean his figures? Yeah. Well, I thought you were making like a... That's not a doll. God, Brad. I'm so... <laughs> <laughs> when I think of doll, I think of like creepy haunted dolls. <laughs> Fine, I meant figures. His hot toys figures. Yeah, they are. They are Avengers. They, they have full whatever it's called. Oh, okay, then What's yeah, I, have, I don't know. Ask Nick. <laughs> Nick, tell us. <laughs> he is right now. He's like. Screaming. I'm getting a text message from him right now. <laughs> he is screaming at his radio right now, telling us what it is. He always does. He yeah. always yells at me, and then I, then we say it a minute later. But this time we won't, because I don't care enough to look it up. <laughs> wow. I actually don't know what I would even wow. look up. So. We'll tell you what it is next week. So, that's all we have, right? That's all we got. All right. So you can follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod, or you can email us at CDoublePodcast at gmail.com. Yep. C, of course, is S-E-E. Just so people aren't confused. Mm-hmm. You can follow Stephanie at Steph plus verb on Instagram to see all her cool little pictures, cosplays, and sookie pictures. And, and pictures for the podcast. It's relevant. Well, <laughs> I, that's what I was meaning by pictures. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to be relevant. I'm not just trying to plug my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but kind okay. of. Yes. <laughs> Good. You can follow me at Brad Barth on Twitter. I don't know what you you'd never be following. Post. I hardly ever post anything. And um, until next week, I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Bye.